Good morning, good morning. So nice to be here with everyone. Good morning. Almost the 4th of July. (laughs) This is Brenda Shoshana with your podcast, Zen Wisdom for Your Everyday Life. And this is a new episode, and this very, very timely episode, I think, uh, is called The Best Encouragement. What's the very best encouragement? How do we keep going, keep our spirits up, keep inspired? As I said, uh, the 4th of July is coming, the day of independence of our nation, the day of freedom, the day of happiness, joy, celebrations, firecrackers. We're celebrating, celebrating. It's a day to be encouraged. That was the, one of the main points of it, to be inspired so we're looking at this whole process from a Zen point of view now. How, what, what is it that inspires us, that keeps us going, <laughs> keeps us alive? Because real aliveness has to do with being inspired, being moved, being, being thrilled be, with what we are, with what our life is, with what we do, encouraged to go forward. Um, and of course, we all want to be encouraged, uplifted, so, and supported in, in our projects, in our goals, and in our intentions. And you know, mainly, we actually look for role models to inspire us, people that we can emulate. That's very, very common, and it's a good thing in certain respects. We'll find someone, or we'll meet someone, and they touch us. We're touched. Something about their life, the way they conduct themselves, the way they interact uplifts us, inspires us, it touches us. We feel, wow, that's it, I want to be like that too. That's normal. In fact, all little children feel that way about their parents initially. We want to look up to someone, and some people turn to history for that purpose. They look for heroes in history, or those who can give life a certain special meaning to them. However, as is very natural and maybe inevitable, these role models or these figures very, very often disappoint us. Something about the changes in their own life and who they are wasn't exactly what we thought (laughs) or what we hoped for or what we expected of them. So our expectations are dashed or are Feeling, and very often when that happens, our feeling of inspiration is also dashed, thrown to the ground. Uh-oh, we say. I mean, we take it very hard. Many people take it very, very hard when people who've inspired and uplifted them disappoint them or maybe even make them feel the other way. Some even go so far as to stop what they're doing that had inspired them to begin with. And then they blame it on that person. They say, oh, well, whatever it was, it was a lie, or he was, or she was a fraud, or if he acts, if he's involved in this kind of activity and he acts this way, the activity must be worthless as well. Now, that's a very dangerous slope that we're on at that moment, at that point. And, of course, we don't think about ourselves, our own lives, how our projects, how our activities have inspired us, we're just looking at the other and we're saying, well, how could someone who encouraged me change and behave this way now? This happens in many, many spiritual practices, sadly enough. 
organized practices. And it happens maybe all over the world. Maybe it's just the nature of our life itself, you know. People do change. They have moments of beauty and great confusion and moments of despair themselves. This is actually, this is all very natural. It's just that we demand some kind of encouragement and that that person stays the same way. I mean, after all, (laughs) excuse me, someone who is very inspiring could very well be going through a rough spot or they could no longer be available to you or they may show you qualities that you never knew they had. And so we come to a very important point. If we are depending upon another person for our inspiration to continue, for our ability to endure, to go on, to keep going, if we're depending on someone else for that, we are in trouble. In Zen practice, we're told to cut the leaning, depending mind. Over and over you hear, stop depending on others. Now this doesn't mean that we're not all engaging with others, that we're not all interdependent, so to speak, that we not all affect one another. It doesn't mean to be cold and to reject anyone. It means don't lean on others. Don't lean. We sit with our back straight. Our back straight means a lot. Find your own source of strength and support right in your own body, in your own mind, in your own spirit. Otherwise, how do we keep going forward even in the face of endless obstacles and disappointments? That's a koan, very important life koan for everybody, for everybody. Years ago, Ada Roshi, my teacher, said, the best encouragement is no encouragement. I was so struck when he said that. I thought, wow, what a statement. (laughs) The best encouragement is no encouragement. I really didn't know what he meant at the time because whenever I saw him or heard him or sat with him, I felt hugely encouraged. And I thought that was him. I attributed that to him. However, I was encouraging myself, actually, sitting, practicing, taking in the teachings, trying to live them as best I could. And I didn't understand what he really meant, but what he also meant was that we ultimately must find the source of our inspiration within. So the best encouragement is when you're not encouraged by some person from the outside. When they're there, they're doing their practice with you. They're accompanying you in your efforts. Wonderful, wonderful. But if you're looking to them for your inspiration, not the best encouragement. Maybe an early form of encouragement, but not the best. When we take on our lives ourselves, when we take on our own practices, and see the effect it has on our life and the life of others and let ourselves be encouraged by that, then we're on solid ground. We're on solid ground. When we lean on others or circumstances for our encouragement, it really cannot last long. 
if we're waiting for praise from others to encourage us, somebody say, oh, you did a great job, or thank you so much, we're waiting for that. We're waiting for that. Uh Uh-uh, more trouble coming. Some days you'll get no recognition, no thanks, nothing at all. Other days you will. That keeps us on a little merry-go-round. So that's not the way to go either, to be doing something, waiting for that praise or support or thanks. There's a deeper way to keep encouraged, much deeper and much important to understand. For a moment, stop and take a look. What about the process you're engaged in itself is inspiring to you? What what do you love doing no matter what anybody thinks or says? Ultimately, you are your own teacher. You are your own inspirer. So look to the activity itself. How does it affect you? What does it mean in your life? You know, when the Buddha died many, many years ago, I heard the story that, of course, of course, all his disciples were beside themselves with grief and loneliness and pain. And and as he was dying, one of them said, how are we going to go on without you? You are the source of our teachings our guidance, our inspiration. And not only did he say, the Buddha say, depend upon yourself, he said, depend upon the teachings, depend upon the practice, which is another way of saying depend upon yourself. Be a light unto yourself. That's a very profound response. Depend on what you've learned, what I've taught you, not on me, the person who must come and must go. Allow the practice itself, the teachings itself to uplift you, to guide you, and then keep returning to that. I find that so beautiful. I find that so deep and so simple at the same time. Well, you know, each day, of course, we're faced with new circumstances and new conditions. That's inevitable. Each day will bring us some joy and some difficulty of its own, usually mixed up altogether. So it's very worthwhile to pause and say, how are we going to face this day that is coming? What are we going to depend upon? How are we going to practice with it? How are we going to interact with it? You set an attitude, a frame of mind. And of course, ultimately, it's up to you alone. As I said before, ultimately, you are your own teacher. And when you take that attitude, the whole world within you and without you opens up. And it's amazing because you'll receive all kinds of unexpected strength and support then. It's amazing. There's all kinds of strength, inspiration, and support everywhere. And it will certainly be there for you when you're not looking for it somewhere else all the time. Maybe from a squirrel, maybe from a bird that passes by. All kinds of moments will shift you into the truth. So before I sign off for today, I wanted to just have a few questions and ask you, where 
is it that you look for encouragement and inspiration? Take a moment and notice that. And notice how you react when you're not getting that, when you're not getting the encouragement or the praise or the inspiration you want. Take a moment and really look at it because so much of what we do, we don't do it for its own sake. We do it for the results or the effect it's going to have upon another. So stop a moment and look at your practices or your activities and, and look at it and say, what's meaningful about this activity to you, just to you? Then a very beautiful step is to stop and see how do you encourage yourself and, very importantly, how do you discourage yourself? See, nothing out there is, going, is really discouraging to you. It's the way you react that is discouraging. It's the way you set things up that can bring discouragement. If you're looking for praise and recognition all over, that itself can discourage you when it doesn't come. Then you, maybe you can't go on then. So stop all of that for a little while and focus upon what you love about the activity and what is meaningful to you about it. What is it giving you? What kind of guidance, what kind of pleasure, what kind of meaning in your life? Focus on why you are truly engaging in this activity or practice and allow yourself to be inspired by that. I love that. Inspired by the moment inspired by your own action, even if it's washing the dishes, really washing them with your whole heart, really, really washing them, really feeling the water on your hands, really seeing the dish in front of you. Anything, any activity can become a great source of inspiration. It depends upon how you do it and what you are bringing to it. And when we do that, and when we do what is truly meaningful to us, our source of inspiration and encouragement is never ending. Never. And it comes from within. I'll uh, quote a little beautiful Zen poem to conclude, which kind of manifests this state of mind. It says, the plum tree of my hut. It couldn't be helped. It bloomed. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Great to be with you today again, and have a happy holiday weekend. Have a have a meaningful and a, and a a full holiday weekend. Whatever you do, and whatever you don't do. <laughs> so again, my name is Brenda Shoshana. If you want to reach me, you can at topspeaker at yahoo.com. and um, the. The URL for this podcast is zenwisdomtoday.com. It's also available on iTunes and many other places. So I welcome your response. I welcome hearing from you, and I love being in touch. And I certainly wish you not only a beautiful day, but an inspiring day as well.